Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome into this edition of Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey of Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, Mark. I'm doing great. How are you this week? I'm hanging in there, not doing too bad. You know, I was going to lead off the show this week with a getting to know you about uh, sports. Uh, as I know, we've talked before about football and so on and so forth. And I was going to ask you, because we're kind of in this, uh, what I call uh, a sports dead zone, uh, for me anyway, uh, here in uh, mid- mid-February or so. It's not quite March Madness. It's not quite spring training for baseball. Football's a long way away, but uh, what's your favorite sport? Well, I'm glad that you asked. Um, Most recently, my favorite sport, I know there's a lot to watch on TV, but I actually enjoy playing sports. In recent years, I've taken up running, so um, I do a bit of that outdoors, but but also um, in the last year, a couple years here, I've been playing men's league hockey. So uh, usually once a week, I head out on the weekend, Friday or Sunday and in the afternoon and or evening, however we get scheduled. And we, we go head to head with another team and um, it's a great uh, way to get some good exercise. Uh, you sweat a lot and uh, you don't want to go in the, the locker room if you don't have to um, <laughs> <laughs> with all those post game. But um, no, I love, I love playing ice hockey. Um, it, it, I've really gotten into it and um, also reconnected with some childhood friends and we're on the same team currently. Oh, so cool. it's yeah. a lot of fun. I love the competition. Um, I like to get my aggressions out but with the exercise and I just feel great after after a game. So wow, that's um, awesome. Yeah. I have a lot of fun with hockey. So. That's awesome. Yeah. I, well, kudos to you because I can't skate. So uh, I would never be able to go that route. So I always played football and things of that nature, but that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, or sledding, right? Or sledding. Like sledding. Yeah. You can't yeah skate. I can't skate. No, mm-mm, not not this i can roller skate but i could never ice skate now i tried multiple times could never do it so there you go uh but anyway cool yeah so i was kind of curious on that because i know we've talked sports before here on the program but anyway we'll we'll transition to finance and investing here uh for the remainder of the podcast uh so we get some questions from time to time and uh sometimes we kind of call this the financial dictionary or we kind of go through just some some technical stuff to kind of give you guys an idea of what it is so i've had a few questions about basis points so do us a favor take Take a couple minutes and talk about what basis points are, or maybe you see these as uh, they're called what BIPs or BPS sometimes. Yes, um, if you're not looking at our industry very very often, this is um, something that you you may not be familiar with. But basis points. Uh, so yeah, think of the number one or one percent uh, as a hundred basis points. Again, one percent is a hundred basis points. Uh, basis points are thrown around. This is jargon that's thrown around, especially by people that work in our industry a lot. Normally, it's referring to expenses for mutual funds or for trailing fund fees. So they, you know, when we're talking in the industry, we say, well, that's 50 basis points. It's a, basically, it's a half of 1%. And we talk about basis points because um, it's easier than always saying half of 1%. We just say 50 bips. And um, so that's, that's kind of what it is. It's nothing Nothing that um, should fog your mirror in terms of, or, or fog your mind, I should say, in terms of clarity or thinking about things. But often we do, we do, and I catch myself using that jargon with clients, and then I have to slow down and, and um, make sure that they understand. I'm, I'm talking about percentages. So if your portfolio costs 85 bips, that means it's 0.85 or it's less than 1%, but it's 85 basis points. Or, gotcha. Uh, so hopefully that's kind of clear. And um, mutual funds, if you're on the retail side and you pay commissions, they tend to have 
25 bips or a quarter of 1% trailing fees every year. A lot of people don't pay attention to that. It's in the prospectuses of right. most of them. A lot of the funds we use or ETFs don't have those uh, that extra 25 bips because we use the advisor-based funds, and so you don't pay those extra expenses. Right, because I think a lot of times people think, well, why don't they just use percentages? And, and to your point there, it's as well, because there's, there's like fractions of percentages. So that's that's kind of helps, I guess, as a way to yes, break that is. up. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. there you go. So hopefully that helps, folks. Uh, if you have questions about when you see BPS or BIPS, uh, it's basis points, and that's a bit of a, a quick breakdown on that from Matt. All right. So let's do our main topic this week, and is what's your desire to retire. Different people have different levels and desire certainly comes uh, in many forms or fashion when it comes to finding the retirement date. So let's explore a few levels uh, that you may find yourself going through uh, if you are getting close to, if you're, let's, you know, again, a lot of our audience is pre-retirees, retirees. So if, of course, if you're already retired, you ha- you don't have the desire because you're there. But if you're on your way, uh, <laughs> let's start with level one. And that maybe is the I don't see myself ever retiring kind of person. Uh, what's some things to think about if you find yourself as a level one? We've got levels, huh? Levels. Of levels. Desire. That's right. Levels of desire to retire. You got it. Well, level one, I don't ever see myself retiring. So I love what I do. I fit that category right now. <laughs> okay. Right now. Um, I like that though. Right now was the, you put that in there. That's right. I love what I do. I, I'm a solution finder. I like to see problems and solve people's problems. But uh, this is a good example. I, I recently had a, a conversation with a guy last year. He's decided to slow down going three days a week instead of five days a week at work. Um, had the flexibility. They're a, they're a business owner themselves. Boy, just really was loving it. You know, just he, these are almost his exact words. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't ever see myself retiring. Or I'll, I'll continue to do this as long as I, I feel good, you know, health wise, because, you know, he really enjoys his profession. So, and uh, lo and behold, we just met um, here just a couple of months ago. And, uh, you know, he's like, uh, hmm, I, I think I'm ready to reti- retire at the end of next year. And I was like, <laughs> what? I said, and I did. I had to bring it up. I said, oh my gosh, you you just told me like a year ago that you were just going to do this indefinitely forever because right. you loved working three days a week. And even though you want to work forever, things change. And I find, you know, a lot of people say, well, you just know, you just know when you're ready to retire. Right, um, right. And I, I find that so true. But when I see people working in our current culture and in economy, there's a big difference between somebody who's 55 and somebody who's 65. And when I see people go over that 65 range, I don't know if it's they start comparing themselves with others or saying, man, if I should take social security now, I can really slow down. But something triggers in their brain between 65 and 70, I find. A lot of times people just automatically, they just, you know what, I'm done. I'm, I'm ready. To go. <laughs> so level one is I don't see myself ever retiring. Keep in mind, that'll change. But right. there's a lot of people that feel this way. And when you're working, I think, in a profession that you love, that's key. Find something that you love and do it because then you'll never feel like retiring. Well, and, and again, I, I, that's why I kind of brought that up that you said, you know, right now, because I think that's what happens to a lot of level ones is you do love what you do and you do see yourself doing it forever, but you just never know if an illness might happen or something comes up, uh, you know, whatever changes might be. But one day you just may be like, you know, when you know, so spare that in mind. So, all right, let's move on to level two so we can get through some of these here. Uh, and that's the person who says, well, you know, I probably could retire, you know, but the pay's decent. I don't hate the job. 
So I might as well just keep doing something so that I have something to do. Absolutely. I think um, one of the other things that we see a lot of retirees talk about is when they retire, um, they have all these projects to work on. And and for a while they say, well, I'm busier <laughs> retired than, than uh, when I was working. But all of a sudden, um, I've had this with a client who retired and actually went back to work because he got bored. A lot of people get to this point where I guess I could retire, but you know, gosh, do I want to, I want something to do. And a lot of people will take a job just for something to do during retirement because um, if they're still married, that at-home spouse wasn't necessarily (laughs) ready for them to be home every day of the week. Right, right, (laughs) right. That sometimes plays into a factor, but a lot of times if, if you're feeling good and you're healthy and, um, you know, you like to be busy, a lot of people will maintain a job. They'll just slow things down a little bit. So I've got, you know, a lot of folks that are in that category, you know, they pay the pays pretty well. If I retire and then I get bored, then I have to go get another job and I, and I won't get paid as well. Let's just keep on working. That's not necessarily a bad strategy. Um, it, it still, you know, if you're still working, you have some income generated from taxable income, but but it will delay, you know, you probably tapping into those retirement accounts. So it'll prolong that and it'll allow those accounts to continue to grow. And hey, if you um, feel good and you like working and um, and the pay is pretty pretty decent, you know. Right. Um, I, I get a lot of people that are in this category. And um, so. Well, man, I was kind of thinking, I was kind of thinking as well. I'm sorry to mean to cut you off there, but yeah. sometimes I think there's people also that are in, that just stay working because they feel like I don't want to go find out if I can retire because it's, it's just maybe more than I want to take on. They just, they're procrastinators basically. Yeah. There's a lot of that that goes on too. Um, yeah. It's like almost easier. Goes, to, it's almost easier to stay doing what you know than go find out if you can make this possibly scary change. I guess it is, and I, I think a lot of people fear that change too. So that might be one of the factors that gets them to, yeah, just let's keep the same old, same old. Let's not dive into any change that I'm not ready for. Right. Um, right. And when you when you get older, you know, it is harder to change um, in certain certain areas. And uh, this is one of those ones where, yeah, I think sometimes retirement can be a little bit scary. I'm afraid to dip my toe in the water. So <laughs> let's not ruin a good thing. I'm, I'm making good money and right. they like me and they need me. So right there too, is if your company needs somebody in your position and you feel needed, that's very fulfilling for a lot of people. So yeah. they like to continue that on and feel needed. And uh, they're afraid maybe if they go home that they won't feel that same need or maybe, oh, maybe good, have that same community. So. Yeah, that's a good point too. That's a good point as well. All right. Well, maybe if you're level two, you might find yourself slipping into level three. And that's kind of to my point there as well as you, you, you kind of find yourself saying, well, you know, I think I want to retire in the next couple of years, but I just don't know if I really can, or I'm not sure where to start. Yeah, that's a common question. And the earlier you address this, the better, by the way, um, don't wait for retirement to find out if you can retire start planning that when when you're young and you'll have a lot more to retire on and you'll be able to retire a lot faster if you uh, if you start saving and investing early. But um, yeah, the, I'd like to retire in a few years. Not really sure when you can do it. Definitely set up a time to meet with us. As I mentioned, I like to solve problems, but um, one of the things we do is we, we have to solve this income problem. So if you're working and you have taxable income, A, if you stop that, you don't have income that's necessarily taxable at, at normal income tax rates, we got to check your other sources. Do you have a pension plan or profit sharing? Or do you have that 401k and social security? How does it all come together? You want to maintain that standard of living too. So that's pretty important for a lot of folks. But if you don't have an idea when you really can, 
and you find that you're shifting into this gear of, hey, I'd like to retire in a few years, definitely call and uh, set up a time to come and visit with us because we'll make sure that um, you're fully aware of all the things you need to be to be able to make that step. You know, it'll it'll help that change not be so bumpy when you're ready. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let's continue on with our, our levels here. Level four, the folks that find themselves saying, well, I pictured myself working for a few more years, but honestly, the idea of retirement is looking better and better. So maybe to you kind of to the point back to level one, maybe you kind of graduated from one to four and you're saying, well, I, I really loved what I do, but I don't know, I, the itch is starting to finally happen and it's looking better and maybe I need to get serious about this. Yeah, when I think, you know, this, I, I kind of did touch on this when we talked about level one, but um, now's the time to assess. I mean, when you're young and healthy, when you have some investments, if you want to do things in life too, some of these folks are like, you know, I don't want to spend all my years working. I want, I definitely want to, uh, you know, you ha- we all have that picture of what retirement means to us. And um, so it might be time to start realizing those dreams that you've had. And, uh, as I say, um, a lot of people say that you just know when you're ready, but um, let's look at it. Let's make sure that you're basing your decisions on realistic numbers and, and things and um, not just to keep up with the Joneses, but a lot of people do have groups of friends. And uh, when your friends start to retire, it'd be nice to have that flexibility yourself. So if you can hang out with your friends, if you can kind of do these, you know, these dreams together with other people, a lot of times that's very fulfilling and uh, might be time to consider it. Yeah, very, very true. And that'll, that'll bring us to that final one, and that might be that level five that walks into your office and says, Matt, I got to retire tomorrow, man. If I don't get out of here, I'm going to go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I had that a little over a year ago. Uh, <laughs> they're in a very stressful work environment, and um, you know, just can't seem to get past day to day. I mean, um, people are driving the person crazy, and yeah, this could be you. I mean, if you're just be careful that you don't make a, a hasty decision, you'll end right. up regretting later. But yeah, go um, see last week's podcast about emotions, right? Yeah, yes. So um, you got to make sure that you're ready. You have a solid plan in place. But sometimes work does ha- take over and invade your home and personal space. And uh, if that's happening regularly and you are feeling the stress, or maybe a, a manager changes or coworkers change, our situations change and, and all of a sudden the work and the job that I used to love just really has become annoying or more of a stress factor for me. I just need to get out of here. That does occur. And uh, as I said, it happened to somebody uh, about a year and a half ago for me. We put together a small plan and found out you know she did have enough to retire and uh, she pulled the trigger, man, as quick as she could. And um, some benefits came available. And sometimes your employer has a little bit of a, you might get a little uh, buyout bonus even if you if you retire. So if those right. those opportunities come up, make the best of of a bad situation. And uh, sometimes it's pull the trigger, get out of get out of the situation, and and start enjoying life. So yeah, and I think with all of these levels, Matt, the the key takeaway here is whether you find yourself at one, two, three, four, or five. Just make sure you have a backup plan or a plan in general in place, uh, because whether you love what you do and you want to keep doing it forever, you never know about the the unforeseen, you know, Murphy's Law and all that good jazz, uh, or you're the all the way to level five where you want to retire tomorrow, don't just walk in and quit until you know for sure that you can retire. And it all comes back to having a good, strong plan. Yes, it does. And and that's a great point. You know, my parents always used to tell me this as a kid and I never understood it until 
started getting into my teenage years, but never get off the horse you're on until a faster one comes along. <laughs> so don't, don't, don't make a hasty decision and quit that job unless you have something lined up and don't do that with your retirement either. Don't uh, get so frustrated that you just throw caution to the wind and you just say, I'm done. I'll figure out a way. Let me figure it out. Definitely come and see us way before that happens. It's always nicer to have a plan and be able to not have to retire, um, but have a plan, retire, than to jump out and have no plan. Um, then yeah. you are going to sink real fast. Yeah. So yeah. Um, definitely got to talk to us because don't make that mistake because you could start um, spending money that definitely has to be there for your longevity. And uh, if you do that too quick, it could be devastating. So definitely call and get, get our advice. Um, we'd love to talk to you about it. And if you have any questions surrounding your retirement, as far as uh, I'd like to always um, do what I do, or maybe you're at that level five, you're ready to retire, give us a call and uh, we'd love to help you out. Absolutely. And we make it easy for you folks. You can always tune into the podcast and subscribe to listen to shows here on Mondays with Matt. And of course, if you want to call, you can reach out and let them know you have some questions at 989-401-2949. That's 989-401-2949 to talk with Matt Starkey and the team at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. He's the investment advisor representative and the president and owner as well, serving here in the greater Saginaw area. So reach out, talk to Matt today. And as always, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, iTunes, Stitchers, all that kind of stuff. I guess iTunes is gone now. It's Apple Music or Apple Podcasts. But either way, you can find us in multiple places. Just simply search Mondays with Matt on any of those platforms that you happen to use. You can find it that way and subscribe to it or you could just go to his website, greatlakesretirementsolutions.com slash podcasts. That's greatlakesretirementsolutions.com slash podcasts. Matt, thanks for your time, buddy. And uh, thanks for sharing with me this week. And I hope you have the, the next hockey game. I hope you do do fantastic. Thanks a lot, Mark. Have a great day. You guys have a great week. And we'll see you next time here on Mondays with Matt. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.